Welcome to the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic podcast. We're here for an episode of the Flawed, Foolish and Fantastic podcast. And today we are here with Paisal Paikuljit Singh, who I've known since a child and he's been an inspiration for Seva that I have been doing. Um, if it wasn't for Paikuljit Singh, I wouldn't have met certain people in my life who have helped me uh, through the thick and thin as well. And because of that reason, you know, we think it's perfect for you to be on this podcast of, you know, Flawed is over here, Foolish is over here, and we need somebody fantastic and you are here. Um, and I know there's so many pearls, you know, that you can add from your life story that will help inspire others. And I think it's good to just have somebody to go, oh, hang on, there's this good sick who came from Leicester, grew up supporting the worst team in the world, to, to end up doing the CMO that he does today. So he's good now. Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're good for a couple of years. They'll, they'll end up going down. Blackburn will be the best. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point. But no, but that's what I want. For me, it's just that I just remember the, the humble backgrounds, what you're doing and how you started. And, you know, it's not just that. It's the, you know, the inspiration of college education, the way you've raised your kids. And I just want to touch upon some of those things. So if, you, if you'll be happy to go, I'm just going Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to go through... Just a couple of questions, and the conversation is as open as you want it to be. Uh, and straight away, just for the people who are listening to this, can you explain who you are? So, my name is Guljeet Singh. First of all, why Guljeet Singh? My name is Guljeet Singh. Um, born and bred in Leicester, UK. Um, for the first kind of like three and a half decades, or nearly four decades of a life. <coughs> was based in Leicester. Now I find myself uh, living in India. Um, I'm a trustee of an international charity um, and the chair of it as well. Um, and I also, which is Mata Sahib Gore Educational Trust. Um, the short form is Musket. Yeah. Um, I'm also very fortunate that Guru Sahib has blessed me with the ability to be a grassroots Pracharak in India. So, um, that's part of the seva that we do over in India. Um, travel from village to village, um, doing uh, kids camps, Sikhi camps, um, and trying to encourage Najwan into Sikhi um, and in the area of Malwa. So Malwa area, as uh, people probably know, is there's two parts of it as such. It's the best area. Yeah, there's one area where it's um, Sikhi is amazing, mm-hmm. you know, like Jagarao and Ludhiana side, Nasser yeah. kind of side. And there's one area which is quite, um, um, how do I say, barren. Yeah. Um, and kind of like almost like a red land, they call it, where yeah. obviously desert land. it's like almost desert land. So that's the kind of area that we're on the cusp of towards the border of Pakistan and um, um, kind of southwest India, uh, southwest Punjab, sorry. So, um, yeah, it's a, um, a fascinating life so far. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Maharaj has got more surprises ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, no, that's, that's, that's really good. I'm going to pick up on certain bits of that later on, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Um, what's your... I know you've touched upon your, your background in Leicester, but what's your family setup like uh, as growing up and now, obviously, I, I know you've got three kids and I've uh, seen you with you all the time. Yeah. So tell me a bit more about your, your family life and childhood. So um, my father's name is Parlad Singh Badwal, who um, is really well known in Leicester. Yeah. Um, 
really well known in the sense that he um, educated a lot of young people into uh, learning about Sikhi. Yeah. Um, although he was like employed on the side like as a volunteer with the Sikh Parents Association yeah. uh, in the early 80s, um, but just after 1984 occurred, there was kind of like a transformation in a lot, a lot of people's mindsets in the UK. But dad's kind of uh, uh, kind of push was more towards what we're doing for younger people, what we're doing for our children as such. So th- there was an organisation at that time called Sikh Parents Association. Um, uh, people like uh, uh, Rai Ankalji, uh, Pritam Singh Pamara, they, they all got together and um, they were like kind of governors in schools and so forth okay. already. So they were quite ahead of their time as such and kind of like um, set a good precedent for us to follow on. So they were liaising with their schools for their own children, but they had created this Sikh Parents Association and they invited Dad to become a uh, Punjabi school teacher. I actually remember the day when a few of them came to the house to invite Dad and my dad was like really happy that, you know, somebody in the community had picked up on him. Yeah. Um, I think the reason why they asked Dad was because Dad was um, involved in uh, reciting Shabds at... Um, in the in the those days, the gurd, some gurdwar what we call chakme like mm-hmm. like where there'd only be at certain houses or properties or yeah. um, halls, community halls and so forth. So dad used to do shabds, like he he on the baja he'd write recite kirtan now and then, and because of that kind of face, like people might have seen him or or, or recognized him, yeah. and so they'd approach him to teach Punjabi, and so uh, which is odd because when I was speaking to my dad last night about this, funnily enough and just asking about our grandparents and, and great-grandparents and so forth because they have obviously memories and so forth of, which are probably not written down anywhere. And uh, he mentioned that my uh, grandfather was actually a primary school teacher as well okay. uh, at some point amongst other uh, roles at Sarpanch and being Nambardar and so forth, the village. He passed on at a very uh, young age, but he remembers his dad going to different villages in India and being a primary school teacher. So I, I thought that was quite fitting um, that dad would have been asked to teach as well. And education for us has always been there. It's kind of like, a, and then I did well at school. I studied at um, Spinning Hill School first, primary, and then from there... Terrible. Terrible, yeah, terrible school. <laughs> but, you did well to get out. We, we, it was, for us, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was a good laugh. It was just around the corner. I remember literally just going home, having a routine, coming back home. Yeah, no, exactly. It, cool. so it was almost like going to like your cousin's house. <laughs> I felt like it's everyone, you knew everyone in school at that time. Everybody everybody everyone, 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 you everyone didn't have computers and stuff, did you? You were playing out in the, <clears throat> in the streets. That's it. It was just a nice time to be safe. Yeah. It was like a safe and nice time to be. Yeah. Um, so uh, from uh, Spinney Hill, went to Crown Hills. Yeah. Um, did my GCSEs there? Did luckily Maradigapanal did really well GCSEs. Dad was a governor there, which helped a lot. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know you done. Yeah, so he, he was quite f- uh, nice actually because any assemblies that would happen in the evenings and so forth, Dad yeah. was invited to all of them. And yeah. you know, obviously, if we were taking part, he'd be sitting there. So it was it was quite a nice uh, time to be in school as well, yeah. and and that helped because obviously when the principal's walking around, you know, so. Exactly. Uh, oh, Mr. Badwal's son. <laughs> so you, I was recognised for that. It felt you got kind of sense of esteem. Yeah. I mean, recognised by your teachers. Not Neta, a lot of children go through school and not, you know, teachers don't recognise them. Now yeah, exactly. it's probably it's a different situation. But in those days, it was very much survival. Hmm. Um, so from Crown Hills, <clears throat> went to study A levels uh, um, uh, at QE, and amongst this kind of period of time, Dad 
um, was a big part of our life in terms of the teaching of Gurmat. So yeah. there's myself, who's the youngest in our family. Yeah. I've got an older brother, uh, Hajit Singh, yeah. and he is actually living in America, in Chicago now. Uh, he has a family of his own there. And my elder sister, Amajit Kaur, who lives yeah. in Leicester, she's got um, three daughters as well. Um, so I was the youngest of the family. I wouldn't say I was spoiled, yeah. but um, uh, I think uh, we saw a different side of dad. Because dad was known as a quite strict teacher yeah. in Punjabi, and there was a. I remember there's been some uh, kind of traumatizing times that, like <laughs> four students and people. Sometimes yeah, I see those individuals. We'll, I think we'll what, what they're thinking now. <laughs> like <coughs> in this day and age, it's probably a massive safeguarding issue. <laughs> like, it was so nice. yeah. You want to PVP social services, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but I remember in our community, but that's our, how we worked. Our par- yeah, our parents would say, "Jay thirty negals from the ladio Exactly. That's how the mentality was. Yeah. So dad got encouraged by. That. <laughs> I just I that. Say he's encouraged by that. Because if your dad didn't deal with it, I remember yeah. those days when your dad would go to our parents going, "Today they didn't listen." Katapa was outside by our own parents anyway, so <laughs> you got it one way or the other. It's fine. So yeah, I think uh, and th- that was amazing though because he, dad taught us a lot in terms of Punjabi. But his main focus was because he was transforming in his Sikhi. His tra- his, his, it, he used to always say, GCSE kam koshni He used to say, GCSE Punjabi koshni kam oni. But, Jiri thoti Sikhi da gyan hai, oh, sab to baddi GCSE ya. He goes, Unu naal rakho. He goes, You talk about Punjabi, learn Punjabi, read it. But to see Sikhi bari gal juru karo. And that for me was, it's, why is he so ardent and Sikhi? Like, I couldn't understand it at the time because yeah. we were kind of, in a way, um, cotton wool from everyone else at that time you know like you kept safe by parents and stuff of course but you were given every every guidance for everyone. so he was quite strict um but we saw the other side of that he was actually a softy biggest softy ever and like he used to give us so much lard piyar so we got kulla prem piyar from dad as well yeah and but we also saw this kind of like side of him that was wow like even now i come across certain people in our community who are our age and they they're like, oh my God, how's Balada uncle, you know? And I, I'm, I think I'm worried, like, oh, they're going to say something like, oh, he used to slap me about. But they turn around and say, you know what? No. I'm so glad dad taught us Punjabi like that because I actually remember it. I still read Punjabi because I've done it. They're thankful. And I was like, wow, like, the day of the elderly community is something that we can't forget. And I think dad, uh, even now to this day, I mean, he's, he's 80 this year. Mm. And like, um, he, he's still smashing out the Pachara, Guru Murdas Gurdwara, still teaching people. Now he's on YouTube as well, he's got his own YouTube channel. Is he? Which is crazy, like, is you know, doing Jab Saib and Jabji Saib Katha on it and stuff. Like, <laughs> he's keeping himself busy and, that, and that's the amazing thing. I feel, Appa obviously not in the UK at the moment, but yeah. um, he, he, he's still get, keeping on with his seva. Yeah. And, and alongside that, Mom, Satnam Kaur, I think, sometimes um, she's like kind of the hidden strength of the family, but... Mom is like a uh, a machine in terms of seva. Like uh, yeah. she, you know, every day, even now, Guru Tegh Bahadur Gurdwara. I remember as a kid, um, uh, falling asleep listening to Kirtan after Rehras in Guru Tegh Bahadur Gurdwara when it was the old Gurdwara yeah, across the, the road. Which is the old yeah. pool hall or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know the name of it now, but my, my earliest memories are mum taking us to Sangat every day yeah. uh, and listening to Kirtan and falling asleep in, on the floor just and then waking up for the Prashad <laughs> yeah. as it was in, the, uh, in those days so it was that's, that's but, the thing that got you in and it yeah. got Prashad in the end and mom, I think mum's seva aspect was a big thing like she's this untucked seva that even to this day uh, she'll spend hours hours in the kitchen at Gurudev Bhadagar doing Langar seva and, 
I think for me as a, a child seeing uh, the a the gurmat side of it from dad yeah. and the you know the stories the prasangs and the you know the part and stuff from uh, that sikha from dad but from mom it was m- more the kind of just like the the kind of over strength and now just keep going like yeah. doesn't she pushes herself to the ground in terms of seva and for me that's a big uh, kind of inspiration that was but as you do um in those days uh, i think when we were being brought up yeah. uh, as gursiks um in those days it was very difficult to balance the community the cultural aspect of it so for example like you know i remember dad making a conscious decision ke apa partiyan puttiyan ch nahi jana hai and like that we're going to stay away from the drink and culture that there was yeah. apparent that i remember being five or six years old and going to places you know where there's like apna sangeet playing after a wedding or something you know like that and let's see all our community members drink yeah, and so yeah. yeah no and our uncles doing the nagani dance and all those kind of things yeah, yeah but that's like hang on we just been having gone down for three hours <laughs> yeah so how's this so we and um, we just went along with it you didn't know what was yeah, right or wrong yeah. then at that time but then i remember that conscious decision of dad saying no actually that this is enough we're not going to do that anymore yeah. and and i said okay and then suddenly we found ourselves doing rare us together as a family Yeah. and uh, although it was a time like we'd you know you get giggles you'd be looking at each other and we'd be laughing away yeah, you and heart yeah yeah, yeah heart and sister and everyone and then but then actually that was the time when uh, you felt a bit of shanti not looking back now you know I remember even closing my eyes as a 9 year old just listening to that as from dad and even though it was quite strict environment but you know it felt anand felt like blissful inside and I was like yeah. what what is that? I actually remember a time where sitting in reras as a kid and um feeling like a sense of kind of like peace and my, like feeling radiant in my mind mm. and I got scared and I, I looked up and dad was just finishing the rehearsal and I got and looked at mom and mom had her eyes closed and I was like what what was that like what was that feeling you know it was almost like something had been planted yeah. but I didn't realize that uh what that seed was until very much later so <coughs> one of the things that I remember from childhood which uh I remember coming down the stairs I think it was about 10 9 or 10 years old and um, uh, me my brother Hodge were called out said I'm a sister of three was made to stand up. and dad had got this kind of corrugated cardboard and got an A4 sheet of paper uh, uh stick to it and on it it said jaruri suchna um which is important information in Punjabi and it had about 14 15 rules on it and one of the rules were like right you must uh, in Punjabi it was written that you must do job decide before you go to school okay um the other rules were um that everyone in your class in school is like a sister yeah. and like uh, you know there was so uh, kind of like liberating in a way mm. to have that kind of sense of values in the family you know it was like a, it was like how, what we would say like a family mission statement yeah. nowadays or a family vision or something and like um, i remember reading but the funny thing was dad goes in kan kan na so we had to memorize it oh, i don't remember it now it's been so long but like uh, in uh, going through some of the photos i see on the wall sometimes that thing was just hung on the chimney wall in a house <laughs> so everyone was reading it so we you know, even our relatives any friends families would come there really what is this there was a set of rules on the wall uh, yeah. but it was an amazing thing and i thought you know it was like a really good ta- tactic by dad because obviously he, he inculcated those values of gurmat gurmat yeah. in us from a young age and i you know going through school i found it difficult in a way like okay, i saw what everyone else was doing and i felt kind of like uh, ashamed if you know we start talking about girls and stuff yeah. like that 
but Mahadi Kirpana, like that was due to the modesty and the the gurmat aspects that dad was implanting in us at that time but it was an amazing thing campus obviously we we uh, you we met you in the school, yeah, yeah. schools as well at um spinny hill yeah uh, that's it that's and, right, and yeah. one of the amazing things was that we uh, for what i'm doing now it was like a, a predecessor because we should do learn jabdi sahib part or prasans or whatever we're gonna do on stage at yeah. the gurdwara um and then but then we'd have football and yeah. we'd run around in the uh, playground afterwards for a good half an hour and it was amazing because it was a mainstream school, but on a weekend and on a Saturday, people, yeah. on a Saturday people would be people walking walk past the going, school, Yeah, what, what are these kids doing? And they got Kuli Shutti and we're in the playground playing golf, football, and yeah. all sorts. So it was, it was like quite fun, wasn't it? It was like almost. And I remember also dad would organize these seaside trips out yeah. of nowhere, like take us Blackpool Blackpool on the train, tell the train, they bet here. There's about 15, 16 kids in tow and we're just having a laugh, you know, going to places. But the amazing thing was, I remember the confidence that we got from doing the stage programs yeah. at that age and in front of all the sangha listening and smiling at you and you're just like wow and you're doing you're talking about Guru Govind Singh Ji Maharaj yeah. I, 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 I was about that. to say that that one and then uh, you know we, when we talk about be I remember that person we did that on stage, the 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 uh, the uh, one. Yeah. I remember doing the Good Nam Deji one. Yeah. I remember the first time I remember I, I was learning Punjabi at school as well. Yeah. And one of the days was right. You have to write something like Guru Gobind Singh Ji, and you have to write Punjabi. I was like, this is easy because your dad had taught us. You know, Guru Gobind Singh Ji, Avtar Purushi, Avtar Suri Sathmi, Avtar Suri. And when I said that, the teacher said. I ain't taught you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, where have you got that from? Right. But I mean, those things stuck with me. Yeah. And, and like you said, it gave us the confidence, because I remember the first time we were on stage at Good Day while we got done, and you're like, there's only like 10 people left on the stage, and you're still bricking it. Because yeah. you're like, if I get this wrong. Yeah. Um, but the confidence it built was massive. The difference with, you know, we, we went from our parents going, you're going to go there to learn about Punjabi, learn Punjabi. Yves Maharani and everything. Now we already had a base on that. We went to Gunansi College, which is different. But what we didn't have was the Gurmat Sikhya behind. And your dad implemented all that. So everything that I look at now with regards to the Bikrami dates, the the way the, the Charles are done and the Shans are done. Because your dad wrote Gavda all the time. Mm. And that all comes from there. So I remember those days. And I remember the, it was a case of, yeah, we're here at 10, we finish at 12 got one and a half hours of because nobody as a child wants to study on their day off yeah and you're like I've got one and a half hours of this and having the people around us at the time yeah. made that easier yeah, yeah. you know because you go to the Gordon, you know your family you, you know whatever we used to all go to the Gordon, it's like oh Kuli's here oh Haj is here oh somebody else is here Raj is here you know what those here you like you had a built friendship you built time. friendship didn't yeah, you? Massive. And you, built, you and these are people you, you see on a Sunday and exactly. you were at the same time yeah we were learning at the same time we playing football at the same time That's right. it was an amazing time actually and I remember like dad even taking us to uh, BBC Radio yeah and yeah, going we on the Asian network yeah. and we were like uh, talking about Maharaj and yeah. doing a prasang on there and like you know those kind of like 12, experiences years old. yeah, yeah. The, for a 12, 13 year old it's like Obviously, the equivalent of doing a podcast or something. Yeah. No, no, but like um, in those days, in you know national radio, yeah. that was a big thing for us, and like uh, we didn't really understand the gravity of it until no. way later on. But it helped me in school as well because I remember, 
if we were speaking on on the stage and you got rid of that jack that kind of shyness and then yeah. that kind of like timid kind of mentality in it <clears throat> i used to always get the kind of main narrator roles at school with assemblies and stuff because you were good at throwing your voice and you know like yeah. so it, it helped both aspects and i remember you know uh i remember there was a cultural event in crown hills and um they'd called the Sikh parent association had done it and they'd basically um called a music band a punjabi music band yeah. to do sing a few uh, dharmic songs on the stage at crown hills and the community event after and then we were going to come on after it and we had like this kind of blue bardia with sasa papa era written on it which yeah. is Sikh parent association and uh, gesri dastana um and this i think was just possibly before abji came into the, the school and the, and i remember um some of the 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 guy who was performing before us i don't remember his name but he seemed to be like a a kalakar a famous kalakar punjabi kalakar he came up to me he goes jo tu karde ha tusi kar rahe ha na he goes asi thonu namaskar karde ha that's what he oh. said i remember as a punjabi kalakar saying that to me he goes i matha take to what you lot are doing because he obviously must have left it must have, must have left an impression on him what we were singing about about sikhi and so forth and that dad used to uh, obviously we know he's a writer but he's got a few books of yeah. uh Sikh history written down so he used to also write kavitas in in uh the lair or the rhythm of uh tadis and yeah. uh, and stuff like, like that like that's what it's more like yeah, yeah. so i and i remember you know the tunes of jugni and yeah. and the heer and stuff like these all these kind of folk tunes but my but dad had put like the sikhi kind of persons with it and yeah. singing those in, in front of everyone uh, it was a big uh, like wow like everyone's watching in you you know i, I remember shyness wasn't in the book for after a certain while because you got so used to it yeah. and i think that boded well for what was going to happen in the future like obviously didn't realize that maharaj was going to give us seva prachar and stuff yeah. in the future but like uh, i think definitely the foundations and a good sturdy foundation is put down by dad at that time yeah. uh, i'm very grateful for that so in terms of a family um uh, mom and dad are still uh, at home uh, in Leicester um married to Sarveen yeah. uh, we got married in 2004 um very lucky that very fortunate that she had the same kind of gurmat values uh, although her family background is very different from ours yeah. um and then we had uh, Harsuk uh, Singh born in 2005 um and uh, he's 16 now and then Sundar Singh is 13 and uh, Jeevan Hardeep Kaur who uh, uh, 2010 um and all three of them Maradi Kirpanala uh, in Sikhi Srupa yeah. we're trying our best to kind of inculcate no, those you've done a really good job in them but it's it's difficult it's not easy you've done a really good job you know i've seen yeah your youngest doing hockey when you lot came down last time yeah um <coughs> part of the hockey uh, group and then obviously Harsha and Sundar have always seen him doing whether it's George Sahib Seva or Sam Seva or whatever they can't stay in their barna you lot done a really good job uh, I, I think now both of you <coughs> working really really hard to do that because I know how difficult that is yeah. I've tried that none yeah. of my kids are in, involved in Sikhi in any way right. you know they they know the basics they know whatever and I've tried to implement exactly the same as you have but it's not done it. so for you lot to manage that in today's society is a massive thing. I think I'm very grateful that you know we've got uh I think Mahapur is a big part of our life now. Yeah. Um initially at the start uh and just to kind of tie up the whole kind of uh in a nutshell of our upbringing and stuff. Um 
dad one day pulled out um, a shabd each for each of us to learn. So my brother and my sister were given a shabd each. Yeah. Um, and the shabds were like, uh, I remember my sister got Darshan Dev Ji Bhagavad Tera, my brother got Hamari Ganatana and I got Santjana Milhar Jaskayo. And I think the reason why they gave Santjana Milhar is because I was the youngest and it was only a few lines to remember. Yeah. And Dad goes, You have to remember these shabds and snai it to me. So I remember that Santjana Milhar Jaskayo stuck in my head for so long, and then I, I didn't realize the meanings of it until way after. But the literal meaning of it is that be in the company of Mahapurush and sing the praises of Ayu and, and actually if I think that my dad created a manorath for me or my, or my aim in my life for me yeah. the purpose that is my purpose they, I'm living it with the blessings of Ayu I'm living that purpose of Maharaj because we uh, as we probably discussed is like you know as we came to Sikhi uh, the kind of suddenly Mahapurush came into our life yeah. and, and that changes a lot of things for us in terms of where we were going and what we were doing. But that's, talk about your, I know you're doing so with Mahapurush now, but that's not anything new for you. The first time I met Bob Rajesh's dad was with you. Yeah. Bob Tarkasinji was with you. Yeah. We went down to, which was, um, I'm trying to think of his name now, uh, Bindi's dad's house. Yeah, Jairu's house. We went to Jairu's house, you took me there. Yeah. So, that's not something that's new. That's <coughs> basically as soon as you left like university, you've been in association with Mahapur since then. Yeah. So. Yeah. So coming I mean, alongside this culturally, I think what was happening is you know as you come to about uh, teenage years, you you suddenly <coughs> realise that actually you can start pushing buttons on some of the rules that your parents have, yeah. to, have taught you, and it's a natural thing. And I and later on when I studied psychology and taught it. I realized that actually, you know, there's stages that Kohlberg mentioned about um, how you push the buttons of morality and so forth. So, uh, your own morals and stuff. So, we tended to kind of, because I was good at singing, yeah. and I was good at kind of like the whole Punjabi aspect. We used to spend copious time listening to Pangra yeah. in the teenage years. And what happened was, um, I'm sometimes scared of dad because dad wouldn't allow that thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, so we'd just have like these kind of headphones of Walkmans and the Rajanya and stuff yeah. that we listen to and get caught. Yeah, go, the Walkman go out the window. But I think what happened was um, naturally the inclination was that I want to find peers of my kind of in a similar sangha to me, and yeah. so youngsters who are the same age as me and what they're doing. And their focus is more of the cultural aspect and the going out and so forth and so in around college time I think my direction kind of went less sicky you know, the job just disappeared like the bar disappeared yeah. and like uh, the cultural aspect came forward and I remember even going to join like Bhangra groups in Nesta yeah. you know like to do Bolinia and so forth yeah like just to kind of like get the cultural aspect so that took over in a way yeah. and when that kind of took over I think I suddenly found myself in a, a set of group of friends who didn't have anything to do with Sikhi or they didn't understand Sikhi as such although they knew little bits of maybe going Gurdwara and stuff and it was a different Sangat from what we were educated with yes. the RGs or any of the people who did have knowledge of Sikhi so I found myself actually going further away from Maharaj and stuff like that in our attributes now you know what we got up to as well um, went through college and after college uh, then got to university so I went to Nottingham Trent University study law there and those university years were obviously away from parents um, 
but it was the time where we just completely took a different direction and at that time I think yeah, we didn't understand what exactly. was going on but exactly. I think Maharaj was also looking back now Maharaj is also showing us that actually um, yeah. exists and, and these people there are people in this world who don't understand Gurmat and mm. you, maybe there's something that needs to be done there but I didn't realize that at that time I thought Chalapa is cow bio ash gramitro type kind of jindagi. Yeah, exactly. And like study even took a back step to be honest, being really literal. But Maharaj Kirtana, somehow, I know that as you did in those days, you still came out with a good degree. So yeah. I left university with a, a law degree. And I was like, how did that even happen? Because yeah. in attendance, we need Nisigi. And I'm being honest, it was, you know, like a. a Maharaj, I don't know, they got us through that uni somehow. Yeah, same as always, huh? Yeah. You wake up to go on a night time or on a bus somewhere. Yeah. That's all they did at uni, and then like the odd day you went in. So Yeah. So it was there. a complete different environment, but one that I'm grateful for, Maharaj taught us about living independently and, you know, kind of catering for yourself. So I remember working not only as a college student in a petrol station here, um, and then working in another petrol station in Nottingham because I knew the managers of the petrol stations after working in Leicester and then so I used to work on the weekend um, in in uh, Nottingham yeah. not come home whereas all my friends would come go back yeah. to Leicester and some of those friends obviously were friends of yours at Bolji yeah. and Mandeep Singh and a few others and we all lived in Nottingham together and like um, 69 Mansfield yeah 69 Mansfield Road you know the dresses well. everybody knows it man and they, so days we, we had a bit of a, a reputation at that time um, but the Leicester <laughs> guys used to live together and so it was it was good but um, I felt kind of almost lonely at times because like Galasiga uh, yeah. and like um, you know I was too afraid to go back home because obviously dad was a he didn't really like the huliya, the what yeah. rupa I'd gone to. Like, I was trimming my beard and stuff, and I'm falling away from Sikhi. And like, um, he, even at that time, when the odd chance we would come home, I'd dread it facing dad again. And, and But dad would turn around and say, uh, and he wouldn't say anything else further from that. And that was like, I was like, wow, you know, he, he must be. I, at that time I didn't understand it but when I became into Sikhi then I realised what he was trying to say and how much PR he had for Guru Sikhi that he said look you're not going to uh, keep the principles of Sikhi you're not my son I mean, look at, and then I remember having conversations walking into a room and dad would be sitting there and he'd just turn the other way yeah. and like uh, he, he and then he'd talk through mum so he'd communicate from mum it was like that third party kind of treatment yeah. I'm so glad I got that treatment I'm so yeah. glad that dad treated me like that because he made me realise it either makes you or breaks you yeah I realised that actually he that was a principle that he was yeah. uh, stuck to and it was when I look back now and think about how Guru Harai Sahib Ji turned Ram Rai yeah. it was almost like a, a feeling that you, know, like you need to sort yourself out you're not on the right path yeah but even at that time I still had that ego with me and then um, when university finished uh, suddenly I found myself coming back home and I thought you know what what have I actually, come, what have I actually learnt uh, in my life and the amazing thing was the crazy thing was that the Sikh societies in uh, university 
I used to find myself attending them all the time yeah. and, and I knew, knew the answers to all the questions. You know, whenever they used to have a quiz or something. Yeah, the boss, boss ones or somebody you, come over. And yeah, talk. like, or, you know, like somebody like Nick would come yeah. over and do a talk and pop a cargo type talk yeah, in yeah, those yeah. days and yeah. everyone would walk out of the room. Yeah, I remember one university talk, I think uh, there was a, uh, somebody, I think it was Nirmal Singh, came, yeah, uh, uh, one yeah. of the main brutalists of boss. He came and did a talk and he basically blazed everyone. He was, who do you think you are? You know, it was that kind of mentality yeah. at that time. But it wasn't, right? It was, very direct. It was like, where's your self-reflection? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they knew whoever was coming into universities was like, all these people are doing buggy at the moment. They're yeah. so far away. <laughs> They're turning to a seat society for the chance of Mossa. That is it. I remember, I remember, Cam, you know, in, we were in the top eighth floor of a, a building, Newton building in Nottingham Trent University. Yeah. And we did the seat society talk there. And he came in, the first thing he said, something like was, you lot are jokers or something like that. <laughs> and the majority of the people walked out of the room. And I remember there was only about 15 of us left there. And then everyone walked out and he, said, he goes, that's the rough, that's the garbage out of the room in a way. That's his exactly. words. But then he, then he started talking about Sikhi and he, he inspired the hell out of us in that talk. Yeah. I think he's passed, an hour, passed away now. We used to call him Colonel Nirmal Singh. He was one of the yeah, main pachalis yeah, of, uh, yeah, of, of uh, kind of the boss lot. Boss the very first kind of pachal movement in, in, of our generation yeah. in, in, in UK. And um, he was a very good speaker. And like, um, he was master, I think Master Hari Singh's brother. Yeah. Who did roots, yeah. martial arts and stuff. So he um, kind of inspired, I remember, and then when they used to do the quizzes and stuff, we used to answer the questions because obviously what dad had well, taught dad, us, yeah, it was coming back and, I, and then I, I'd answer it almost automatically. Then I think to myself, oh, should I, should I stay quiet because other people are looking at me, you know, like, who, who's this yeah. Gandhi kind of thing? And you know, it wasn't cool to know stuff. No, like, it's a, you're time. judged by your peers at the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you don't want that judgment. Right? But that stayed with me. I remember going to do Seva Gurdwara and stuff and having, I even remember being in, in, in sessions amongst the guys at the time where we're with Mandy, Penor, we're yeah. having massive debates about uh, how it's not right to have mass or in Sikhi, you know, and we were because mashed out of heads. They still have a part of a there's a part of a Yeah, that's not the reason you go to the Gurdwara. Yeah. Okay. So there were so many amazing things, but then I remember saying to them, you watch one day. I, I, that was the key line for me, you know, you watch one day, you watch one day. And they said, what do you mean you watch one day? What are you talking about? And I said, watch, you know, you say to me that uh, you're a hypocrite for saying all these things about Sikhi, but watch, watch what happened one day. Yeah. And I remember literally as soon as we finished uni, uh, like came back to uh, Leicester and uh, it was 1999 when we finished uni. Yeah. And then that summer, uh, my nana passed away. I was about to say that. And that was that For start. me, that was your biggest, biggest change. I remember, and I was going to bring that up afterwards if you didn't bring it up, was... I remember playing football. I remember then seeing you a couple of months later, and it was the first time I'd seen you in a barn uh, You know, I remember seeing you and Haj at Gurnard Gurdwara. And the, the line, been a bad argument, a true to Maya. And until you hit that dis- point of dispassion, it doesn't wake you up. And I remember your nana passing on. Yeah. And that's, nana, what, that's he, what brought you back. <clears throat> in. He was, he was, I think what happened was, you know, because just after uni, we were playing yeah. football yeah, yeah, exactly. park with like, and like, I was working, I remember, night shifts at Power Gen and yeah. like, at that time. And um, so I was clearing the debt. And so when, as soon as I came back, dad said to me, Right, you're in charge of the mortgage. Yeah. I was like, What? Like, I just finished uni, I hadn't even had a job. And he yeah. said, You're in charge of the mortgage. So from dad, it was like that kind of mentality. But Again, I still wasn't into the Sikhi aspect, but then what happened was when Nana passed away, 
uh, he was uh, how can I say he, he was partially sighted but he used to be a Guruna Guruteva the Gudari Deg Seva Amrutavila and he couldn't see anything and like um, my nanny used to accompany him everywhere they went together and whenever he used to sit and talk with him he'd like inspire the living day inside you because he tell you Sakhi on the Sahib Jade he'd like uh, talk about Sakhi's of Bhai Bajitra Singh like he, you know you sat with him for about 15-20 minutes he would get something across to you with your spine tingling that in terms of Sikhi so I used to find him quite inspiring and he literally told us that what was going to happen with him like he said like uh, he told us everything from start to finish what was actually he told us everything and I was like what, what, what were you talking about but he was very bulwan in his um, kind of Sikhi kind of inspiration he used to be I remember always listening to Dadi always listening to Asadiwar in the morning um, and he was an inspirational fellow and then when he passed away, I remember working uh, in a call center at the Ohigal Hoi, but midday was he said he was going to pass day midday. Phone in the call center said it's for you. Uh, my brother was also working at the same place. Yeah. So he picked the phone up and he, he called me over and he said, Nana's passed away, we've got to go. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what? Like, they, this is, they actually said this, they mentioned this, they're going to pass away at this time. Yeah. And then, like, uh, he passed away of a heart attack in Glenfield Hospital. And then, um, when we got uh, to the hospital, like he, he looked like so radiant. Yeah. Like when I saw that, I said, "What is? Why is he looking so radiant for? Like he he's passed away for. He's supposed to look be grey yeah, and exactly. stuff." Like that. They, I couldn't work out that oh, jodi kumai kiti si unane that it was actually the lali of that. And just a month before that, uh, one of our close friends who you probably even played football with actually, his name is Bali Singh. Yeah. And yeah, uh, he he passed away. And yeah, uh, he was only about 21 years old or something. Because he, he was related to Gersh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember being there. He, he passed away. And it, yeah, like I said, he was 21 years old when it has happened. And obviously at his funeral, I was there at the time. Bob Bob recently, Rathwari had turned up. That's right. Biddy turned up. Yeah. And that was the first the one I had recorded. And Munjot was in my arms at the time. Uh, she was just born, so that's two thousand and four. So we're talking mid two thousand and four. Yeah. And um, I, I can remember the prasang because the prasang I wrote that they given that at, at, at Bali's funeral, the prasang that Sanji were doing at the time was about Sikandar. He got told by the Georgies. I know I'm going off track, and it's your talk. But Georgies were basically said. He said, "Tell me about my time of death," and they said, "Your time of death will be when." Beneath you, the land is metal, and above you, the land is gold. Yeah. And uh, that's what I said. And basically, what happened was he was injured in battle. They placed him on the metal shields, and above his head, they put his gold shield. And he knew his death was coming. And he yeah. said, "I'll give anything for the life breaths." And th- I just remember that Belize. Yeah. And it changed. It changed for all of us then. I remember yeah. Things changed. I think that funeral was crazy because I remember actually going to wash his body. Yeah. And for me, that was the first experience of seeing, uh, obviously, a dead person. Yeah. But it was incredible because uh, he was like a young person, you know? yeah. and uh, without being offensive to the family or anything, or Bali Singh and stuff, but um, just in a gourmet way, I'm thinking about it, but there was no radiance there. No. And like, um, I ended up com- comparing both the funerals in my own reflection. Yeah. It was just months after that, Nana passed away. Mm. And I was like, 
okay like and i was washing their sarid as well and the 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 effect on uh, the funerals like people mourning crying i remember because you're saying are your granddad's because i remember t- I, this is bringing my memories i remember this conversation with you where you're like at your nana's it was just there's nantum and there's jarp and then you, you yeah. get that like Josh was coming in everybody at the same time yeah, yeah. it was it was crazy it was a feeling because danna said to us he said yeah. because the, no one's gonna cry and for that I was like what like you're not allowed to cry you know what's that what about but he was actually talking from a gurmat point of view exactly. and, uh, I remember then after that after Nana passed away I didn't talk to anyone nine months it was like almost being born again but I just remember doing uh, obviously trying to get over the sorrow first hmm. but suddenly Reras came back that was the first thing that came back doing yeah. Reras and Nithinim on a regular uh then Kirtan Soila and then Jabji Sahib and then before I knew it, I was going twice a day Gurdwara to see Maharaj and I, the crazy thing was it felt like such a personal experience because it was almost like Maharaj was guiding me in the journey of getting out this sorrow but at the same time he was you know it was kind of the dada was growing yeah. you know like every you know it was almost internalizing then externalizing and like it was crazy because Sanjanam and Harjas Gayo, for example, would be playing as the Shabdurnas coming in. Hamri Ganatanaganiya Gayo would be the Hukum Nama, you know, yeah. the Shabds that my brother would. All those things that dad had taught us were suddenly the support of us in that time when I needed it the most. Mm. And like, I remember sitting in a room, kind of like, just with grants. I read yeah. so many grants in that time, I can't explain all. There was such a there was not much English literature about no, Sikhi, so we were reading stuff like Markleff and yeah. you know like um, Markleff or uh, Cunningham or a yeah, couple of things. Pushmant Singh's book really in the history of the Sikhs, like, massive books, and then like I was like, but actually, I would find because it was like that kind of uh, Renaissance kind of period for me, like in Sikhi, where <clears throat> I was doing my Nitanim again, I was going Sangat again, but I was getting close to Maharaj because Maharaj is the one who's guiding me and telling me, "Okay, I'm here for you. Forget mm-hmm. everyone else." No one else exists. And I got to the point where that's when, uh, just before Bali passed away, we met. The first Mahapurush I met was Muratwara uh, uh, Sahib, the Mahapurush. Uh, Baba Riyam Singh. Baba uh-huh. And uh, I remember his words to me. He, he, his, the last time I met him, he said, Naam Jitawe. And that was the last word, just outside Guru Dev Bahadur Gurudwara Sahib. Yeah. I went running to him because I'd met him before. Yeah, uh, so Gersh's yeah, Gersh house. Yeah, we went and I went running to him and he came out of the car and he stood up and he goes no I'm right. and then he put his hand on my head and, I remember, and that was the last time I saw him because he passed yeah. away after that and then after that by Lakhbir Singh Ji yeah. Mahapush came and then they uh, uh, were there at the funeral and then so uh, Mahapush were sort of slowly entering the light the kind of uh, kind of space that we occupied and then I think um, when I was that kind of period of time where just thinking about Sikhi I remember tears come on my mind. I remember literally we had a wall beard trimmer kind of thing. And like, uh, I, I just threw it away. I said, look, I'm not going to do this bath anymore. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't do this. Because the blame inside Tatama Aldazi, yeah. it was like overflowing. And then um, I remember coming to uh, the conclusion that Maharaj ke, I feel strong enough to walk on this path. I want, I want Amrit. Yeah. That's the only thing I was asking for. And then, I think in year 2000, Maharaj Kirpa Mahal, in Guru Nanak Gurpur, it was Guru Nanak Gurdwara. I took Amrit, and I remember uh, the pastor, I remember the Panch uh, who were there 
One of them is by Jaginder Singh, he's from Leicester, yeah. Anandpur Sahib. One of them is by Seva Singh, Munan <coughs> Gurdwara. And uh, when we were taking Amrit, I was standing at the line, you know, after they do the Chula, they prepared oh. the Amrit. And I was so thirsty, I was the last person in the line when they come and give the remaining Amrit. And uh, uh, they were trying to pull the Bata away from me. I literally remember they were pulling the Bata away from me because I was just drinking it all. And I remember all the iron bit, all the the kind of uh, yeah, the scratchings at the yeah. bottom in it because the Kanda Usara yeah. went in and I, I felt so nihal. I was like, I felt like I'm going to do like a Jagara at that time. Um, I know there's a video somewhere lying around of it that Amra Sanchar, the Punjabi Roots guy, that sing, he recorded it. He recorded the Amra Sanchar mm. and like I, uh, but in 2000, uh, I took Amrath and, and that was amazing because dad was in India at that time. Yeah. And I remember I remember as a kid watching these Punjabi movies where a soldier goes off somewhere and then everyone thinks he's dead and like he suddenly appears after many years and he's still alive but he's got broken leg or something and he comes back. I remember that feeling of going back home because I hadn't told mom that I was going to take Amr dad literally the day before I got the Kakar yeah. and um, uh, with, with uh, uh, dad being in India as well at that time I just felt that you know what Maharaj said he took Amrath and I remember uh, coming home in the evening and obviously the shit day was still on my yeah, face and uh, up when I knocked on the door mum had realised where I'd been and she just opened the door and she just like the, my mum's got the loudest jakara yeah. like ever she let out this kind of like you know like really deep rooted jakara you know the ones that kind of like yeah. shape foundation in the street yeah. and like massive jakara and I remember she hugged me and she goes mm-hmm. that's what her words were and I felt all the stress that had caused them for university and all the galan that she'd probably had to hear yeah, exactly. from dad. Uh, do, yeah, but dad used to say, You learn You learn going to university outside of the You hear those things, don't you? But I think that just made, and then she was overjoyed, and then um, uh, she put the phone, we rang dad. And the funny thing, our dad's been dad when I told him, he went quiet, then he goes, how'd you tell her? And I said, <laughs> you should have waited. I had the same, I had the same. One was, you're, you're going to go to uni, you're going to go to college. It doesn't, yeah. you know, you should have waited. The amazing thing was, I'm so, so grateful. Yeah. Then what happened was, uh, where did the Pajar thing come back? Because obviously he was doing Nitanim and everything. And I was thinking to myself, okay, um, I'm going to every day. There's no Nojwan here. There's yeah. no kids. Where is everyone? Like, obviously, now and then I'll see you and I think, you know, Cam gets it. You know, I used to think that. You come. I was like, I'm I was like, clubs. Because you had that grounding, you know. And then, like, many months ago, and then now and then I'd get phone calls from my friends saying, come out. And I was like, no, I don't want to. I can't. Yeah. I don't want to. And they didn't get it. No, like, no. They, they wouldn't understand it. So I didn't want to preach, like, think, hey, you know, this guy's turning into Gandhi now. And, but internally, I know how much Maharaj had repaired, repaired me at such a young age. Of mm-hmm. I remember, you know, like uh, uh, reading books about Santa Tarsini Mastawan, yeah, yeah. how they'd spent six months uh, doing job and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I would go into the room, come and shut the door, yeah. get a jot on, 
and and say to mum and dad, door and he called me, yeah. and I'd be I'd come out at night, you know, like after sleeping. <laughs> no, I'd come out, I'd come out at night, and like dad, mum and dad would be sitting there, thinking, "Who are you? Like, what's happened to you?" I then they get more deal, right? Yeah, then they start thinking, "Did I be having karna?" I was like, "Man, you be having karna." I was like, "Man, you karna." I just want, "Amara, just everything for me." Now I'm in the sabgush mood. But but you know what, Cam? I experienced so many things in that time. I can't even. I don't even want to put down because people think in man what he got hungar what he got yeah but I at that time what Maharaj showed me and what how they guided me out of that situation there was nothing apart from me sacrificing my head for Maharaj ke main thada Maharaj is sareer bhi thada as to bad and even uh, my career at that time because I was a, uh, working in the immigration lawyer by that time yeah. I went to work in uh, uh, I was working at Jasfe Jutlers on London Road okay. and there was a Hindu kuri there um sorry what happened was that the solicitor had sent us on training and the training was in i think the three there's a free masons hall yeah, yeah, uh, on the road on the road yeah. so um we went to training there and there was a, a gujarati kuri there uh, called drashma um and she was sitting in the training next to us and um i out and mera man was just focused on maharaj all i could think was i've just taken on maratham what am i doing this yeah. doesn't feel right I'm, i don't want to be a lawyer kind of thing i just want to to save up the rest of my life kind of yeah. thing the the training was going on and i had a, like a pad of paper and i was just writing why 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 and the meetings <laughs> lines and lines of why grew why grew why grew and then dreshmas looked at the pad and she goes to me she goes uh we had a break and in the break she goes can i ask you something and i said she goes you don't want to be here do you and i said no i don't and uh, she goes uh she goes can i ask you something because i feel that i i can talk to you but then she start telling me about sokumni saheb how she does sokumni saheb and stuff and oh. like um she's like um she has all these visions and stuff like that and i was like what what what's going on like we're talking about sikhi and we're talking about she's a from yeah. hindu faith as well in the end maradi kerpana she married a, a sikh person yeah but she goes to me her dad's got cancer and uh she goes uh, um like uh, I've heard that there's this bani called sokmi saheb can yeah. you tell me about it and I said yeah I got definitely the sokmi oh, saheb cures everything yeah. and she goes well, where can I get it from and I said don't worry uh, we've got the meeting kudrati where the training was like a over weekend so yeah. friday it was thursday friday and then monday tuesday yeah. so I said on monday when I come back I'll get your gutka side from the gurdwara yeah. So I remember uh, I said look I there's no guarantees that it'll cure your dad's cancer or anything yeah, like exactly. that so but apne isawa pavna and it might do it she goes well do I have to read it all I said well, you can just read one part of it like that's but it's 24 parts yeah, so read one out something we should din da dupan na kar ke na the but in our futurity our mind we thought mara the prosa hona chahiye and that anyway she took the, I bought the gutka and I gave it to her the next time I'm not obviously just met her two days before yeah and then i remember going to the uh just after the training i made my mind up straight after the training i went in um to jasvi jutlers and i said i'm not coming back tomorrow and he just looked at me he goes what do you mean you're not coming back tomorrow i said i'm resigning and he goes what he goes after the training we just trained you over i've been one thousand yeah. training <laughs> and then he goes luckily it was a free one but like um he, he, i go look this is a me i go i'm I, that's not what I want I, I've got some other calling in life I know it's yeah. there but I've got some other calling and he goes that's fine there's no problem and then uh, he could just put it in writing yeah. and I had a I remember in those days you had fax machines and I sent a fax uh, to him talking about 
how I came into Sikhi. I thought I'd need all of them explanation, explanation yeah. at least. I said, look, I'm not, I'm not interested in the rat race. All I want is a sense of contentment and knowing that I'm transforming individuals. I want that in life. Yeah. And, I, and like, I sent it. I sent it as a fax to the Jasper Jewelers. I don't know what happened to that fax afterwards, but I found it afterwards. So anyway, after a few weeks, um, um, I'd obviously given my number to the Dreshma. I was at home and I wasn't working anymore. I was just going to Gurdwara twice a day. I'm going to do like evening divans. And then during the day, just doing what I could, Sikhi-wise, whatever. No? Uh, reading a bit more, doing more research and stuff. Doing Simran, Bani, whatever. And uh, I remember taking the Vajja out and I was singing the Shabd. Mere har pritam ki koi baat so mera beat. And like, um, suddenly the phone rings and it's Dreshma. And I stopped the Shabd and uh, answered the phone call and she goes uh, Guljeet Bhaji she goes you're not going to believe what's happened and I go what she goes the doctors have just sent a letter the consultant and said that um, suddenly the cancer's gone and her dad and I was like what the cancer's gone and she goes yeah and then she goes I've been doing the Sokni Sahib like you said and I feel that Maharaj has done it and I was like I couldn't believe it but I just put the phone I, I couldn't even answer back I put the phone down it was so emotional I was thinking uh, how they work is so amazing and that put these kind of things were happening on a like almost regular basis like I was getting affirmation after affirmation after affirmation and I felt Maharaj just calling closer and closer to some sort of yeah. seva and then that seva manifested then I think in um, uh, towards the end around March time around Masaki time uh, we had a friend called Chan from Walsall, he was studying in Leicester University and I was going from the Gotara taking Vajay Tolki to Sikh societies and yeah. we were doing Kirtan in Dutch universities for the Sikh societies and then uh, he called me he goes let's do Kirtan at home and we'll order a pizza afterwards I said that's fine don't worry yeah. and when we got to the house he'd got a, a friend of his it was like a, a Hindu lad uh, who was also into this kind of spiritual vibe but he'd come and he would he'd, he'd come to the house and he did Kirtan with us he was playing the Kirtala yeah. And uh, Cham himself was a really nice guy. He was always listening to Sokhni Sahib in his gun in, yeah, in university. Yeah, he, he, the batteries would run out. He'd get out of his yeah, lecture and yeah. recharge his batteries. He was in that kind of yeah. thought sense. <coughs> and um, I pretty good at the mail at that time. And then <coughs> when we ordered the pizza, uh, the, he'd ordered a meat one uh, and a veggie, veggie one. Obviously, we'd just taken Amrath just yeah. a few months back. So I was on a high and I'm like... <laughs> And uh, he put the, as we were talking, he put the pizzas out. But when I put the slice in my mouth, it was obviously meat. Yeah. I said, this is the meat one. And then we looked and he goes, oh my God. He goes, I'm so sorry, Kuli. He goes, like, you know, yeah. made a mistake. I go, koina. But what had happened, that moment that I put that pizza in my mouth, in my mind, I thought, I need to go back fish. Uh, Straight yeah. away in my mind, I need to go back fish. So what happened is in March, in the Vasaki, I went back to the Panj and uh, it's like Guru Tegh Bahadur Gurdwara and I remember uh, Gyanis Son Singh from Taksar yeah, yeah, and Gyanis Deep Singh there was Bible Deep Singh Sukharad Singh there's a few uh, Singhs that we all know I think Sukharad Singh probably not but Bible Deep Singh was definitely there um, uh, from Smelik and then um, I told them what happened and they said and I said uh, and I said and I said and then I started crying because I thought I've let Maharaj down. Okay, just what happened? That like uh, now I'm come back again and you know what kind of good to come out. I'm rolling up and then 
one of the things I know which one it is but just turned around and said Rona Prachar Karo and I was like what? like in my mind I was like yeah, it, it was like uh, something Somewhere that you guys, yeah you it was almost as if Mara, this is Guru Gobind Singh Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj themselves are saying to me that this is what your seva is yeah. and that that's it then for me after a day or two of reflection on it that's when I thought you know what I did what they told me to do in terms of Tanka yeah. and then um, the first thought I had was right let's do something with the and then I went home and I wrote this document called uh, harnessing the Sikh youth and it's in English and I think it's available somewhere on the internet but like um, it was in English and it was just like about 20 pages of how we can get more Nawajwan back into Sikhi yeah. and and one of the recommendations because Sikh to the Mac had just come out then yeah, yeah. one of the recommendations with every good that I just have a How's projector a and a screen and stuff and then I wrote it and everything and then uh, after a few days I gave it to um, Gable Singh who is uh, yes, Singh Thur, who is uh, uh, Jaspri Ganji's yeah. dad and Sangha uncle Singh yeah. Sangha and uh, they read it and when they read it they were like uh, they called me in and they go uh, Singh he goes what you've written here why don't you just work for the good one and do it yeah I remember you upstairs on the third yeah, floor yeah. and why don't you just put it into practice and I said really you know like you're gonna give me the opportunity they said yeah do it and like uh, I was so overjoyed then we got funding we got a projector put in and then that just changed my life completely because I remember uh, this is where the kind of Gyan aspect and the uh, Itihas kind of love came back because um, initially when I got the Sikhi Tumat software I put it on and I thought we'll just uh, sit because you needed someone to yeah, yeah, uh, operate it so I put the projector on the floor put the screen it was a massive screen on the side of the stage and like the side that Keith happened and everyone's like this is brilliant because we can sing along with it and then the Gathabachik uh, came on and he, I remember him his name is Pai Hazara Singh it was like a proper Bazurg Taksali kind of like the old student type um, kind of Vidyarthis of Taksal and he was like a really brilliant Kathavachi and he, he came and he he, uh, he he had he reminded me so much of my nanna as well the way he, his character was but uh, he goes Matanu Kush Lekke Denaya Gurudurme Kolo Aji and he wrote out the Guru Nanak Padapankar Bandhan and he, he made me write that out he was in a printer karake give it out to all the Sangat yeah. and uh, he goes we can then read I go Bobadiya te me computer te vila and then <coughs> we went and he we put gave out the sheets to everyone so everyone's in the Sangat yeah. got these hymn sheets whether it's Guru Nanak Padapankar Bandhan they're singing it before the Katha starts and it was amazing because it had an effect everyone could read along with it but then I, I put it up on the projector as well because uh, if anyone didn't have the sheet. And then when he started Gata, I was just thinking in my mind, words are on, like, can I do this? Can I actually, shall I actually try to translate yeah, what he says? The, uh, he started the Gata and I just thought, well, let me put the big font on. And I just started typing. Yeah. Um, but that I managed to keep up with yeah. what he was saying. And what was happening was basically I was doing a direct translation as we were going along for yeah. the Gata. And I remember the Katha was about Guru Amar Das Ji Maharaj, Goindwal Sahib. Mm. And from Guru, Goindwal Sahib's Katha to Shemi Pachazi's Itihas, Takriban, must have been a period of at least a year. Guru Sahib Di Kirpana, we got all that Itihas written down on the word, yeah. on that laptop, which Kudrati, someone came and nicked. As they do, yeah. <laughs> so we took that stuff and I was no, like, oh my god. Because we had, you remember, we started the recordings of the Katha 
at Good Day World Gotham. Yeah. We're doing it on the little DVD disc. Someone nicked the video camera. So you couldn't format any of the discs, so all the oh, discs were there. Yeah. Yeah. Those days were crazy, and then I remember <laughs> Marani Vasivale, and I, I remember going through every Ras, you know, of the Katha, you know, like when they used to say Narasa Katha. Yeah. I remember every Ras listening to the Katha in like, the house, like B Ras, remember yeah. Jakari and the Jagatai and Shahadas and stuff, and it was like, it was such an amazing experience. But the amazing thing was, there was a Pachangi sitting next to me at every Diwan. There would be a kid sitting next to me, you know, like, there would be Najran sitting back and they were looking at the screen and then so many people used to come up after every Diwan and say, Baji, what you're doing now is such a good seva, like, carry on doing it. And I was like, wow, I'm getting, like, encouraged. This is, Marad, Marad wants this yeah. seva. So it was an amazing kind of uh, period of time in my life. And I met, I saw, you know how Mumi say Guru Go, Granth Sahib Ji is the guru of the whole world, world mm-hmm. literally, because you were nine, I was like in the Gurdwara 24-7. I wouldn't go home and stay in the Gurdwara all day. It's like almost seeing it, you know, like people doing Ardasa, Somalians, Spanish people, people, even random people come, would yeah. come up to me and say, I've got a darshan of Guru Nanak Dev Ji and they've got a message for you. They would come up and say stuff like that to me. I was like, what? Like, is this really happening? You know, like, it was, it was crazy. And like, I saw so much that time. I learned so much about the greatness of Guru Granth Sahib Ji Maharaj. When you live with Maharaj, you realise who Maharaj really are. And then, one fantastic day, I heard, uh, it was a Bazurgan Diwan. Mm. And I heard that, Dhamdim Prakasad and Mahapur, Baba Thakur Singh Ji have come. Yeah. And they're going to be coming to that Diwan. And I remember that first meeting because um, I thought, okay, let me go in the Diwan before they're there. Yeah. And when I walked into the Diwan, there was no one on Jar Sahib. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, it's brilliant. And just before I was about to go to Jar Sahib, the, there was a Gyandi called Baba uh, Gyandi Balvinder Singh. Balvinder Singh is gone now. Yeah, yeah. he's gone back to India now. He took the Jar Sahib. And I was like, oh, and then scammed, I, I scammed me. And I mathate it again. Then obviously he must have re- uh, like thought, you know, Chalo. And then. Um, I didn't think much of it, so I sat uh, towards the front. I used to always sit near the front, near the stage. And uh, I remember very clearly that Babaji, uh, uh, we had there's a commotion going on downstairs that Mahapur's Age, you know, because in those days, like the whole Sangat would just go downstairs and yeah, just wait, wait for them, innit? Yeah, so I, I, thought, I, was, I was number one doing that. I was yeah. the first one there. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, perfect opportunity. Well, I, mean, I went up to the Gurda, uh, Granthi Sangha, please, Charles Hive, they do. So I stood in Charles Hive and I remember the vision of Babaji coming in, and it was right. such an impressionable feeling because all the things, you know, Bani Parnavali, they all came in round the corner. Oh, it's right. like, oh wow, it's like almost like that scene of Sanjay Nelson coming in. Because you had like Kabirji, Gyan Satanam Singh, they were all with him. Yeah, all of them, and, 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 and uh, like there's a Bani saying, yeah. They were all looking at me, and I was doing Char Sahib, and I was like, oh my God, like this is next. And then the, uh, the Matate, and as they came round, they come up to me, they go, yeah. And like, uh, they were like that. Yeah. And oh. I gave him the Char Sahib, and I was like, oh my God. And then Babaji did Char Sahib. And then I went and sat in the Sangat and I was like, if they are true Brahmagandhi Mahapurs, right? In my mind. Because yeah. you, they, got to you, do, you have that question. Yeah, yeah, if they like a poor Brahmagandhi Mahapurs, right? They're going to give the Char Sahib back to me. Yeah. No one else back to me, they'll give back. And like, uh, being, now realize how stupid that sounds in the company no, of Mahapurs. No, but, because we've been there. We've all, <coughs> you, you have to have that doubt. You can't have blind faith. Yeah. So... What happened was, uh, after about 10-15 minutes, uh, they did a shout out to Gyanni Balvinder Singh. Yeah. And I said, oh, they're not. You know, in my mind, yeah. I said, they're, they're not. 
and then uh, they pulled, they called him over, and I was watching them, and then uh, Genie Balwinder Singh looked up and looked towards me, like you know, I like, looked to the side, he goes like yeah. that, called me over. I was like, what? And then I went over, and Genie Ji goes, Baba, you can do Kajangi Nubla. And then um, they gave me the charge. So when they gave the charge, I, I can't explain the feeling I had in my heart. I was uh, close to like a crescendo of tears. Yeah. And euphoria. Euphoria. Just breaking in. Yeah, it was like that kind of feeling. Then uh, uh, you know what? I just thought, these guys are something else. And then they might have taken a sat and they listened to Keith and God. And then afterwards, you know what? I kept thinking. Um, I remember the Hukum Nama was Jaako Harlang Lago is to because of the Bazur Diman, the Das. Uh, so okay, and then there was something about Jan uh, Kitur, about the Turi of a Mahapurush, like grab it. And I thought, you know what? I did the Charles, uh, I finished it. Mahapurush went outside, you know, just outside where the Hukum Nama is, yeah. uh, the gallery bit of the stairs. They were all standing there with all the committee members and stuff. I went downstairs and I thought, where's Bapaji's shoes? Let me find Bapaji's shoes, yeah. isn't it? So um, there was one Jordan near the stairs, just near the stairs, and I thought, this has got to be it. Yeah. And I grabbed it. Before anyone looked, I took as yeah. much duty as I put it on my mata, my dada, my eyes, everything. Yeah, yeah. And then I stood at the back, you know, the uh, glazed doors. And Babaji and the things coming down, there was Nishan Singh. I remember very clearly, one of the things Nishan Singh, he was uh, uh, reciting Jab Saipton, because they used to have all singing, always reciting Bani, wherever they were. And like uh, they were saying jobs I'm next to them and they put their Jordan. I was so happy when they put that Jordan on. I was like, I hope it's not just some random <laughs> random Jordan that I've just picked up on. But um they um they put that Jordan on, I was like wicked. And then as they came out the door, they said Fatin even as they came out the door, they turned to me and they said, Changiya, they go, Jordan no hathalai si, hath suchigali. And I was like And I was like, Oh my god and then but as you're so stupid and gaffel and I'm Murukana, I still can't questioned it. Yeah, what happened? I still thought, of what is this really happening? So what I went after they went out, they went to Kuldeep Singh Chedu's house after that, and yeah. I remember because I, I met you then. Yeah. All the time you, I said, met you said you said Copeland Road. Do you want to come? And I was like, jump in the car, get in the car. Yeah. And then I went upstairs, and I remember um, I did a big deep went to Mara. I did a das. I said, Maharaj, what's the score? Is this? Is this really happening? Like, what should I do? What's my uh, calling? And what do I need to do? Are they really Mahapurush? Are they, are they really the real deal? Like, is this just happening? Is it true? And I remember the Hukumnama that I got. Took the, did the last myself, took a Hukumnama myself, and Maharaj's Hukumnama was Jevadapag Hovevad Mere Jan Mildir Tilnalai. Which means that if, if I've got the greatest good fortune ever, then don't no hesitate waste, to meet no the humble yeah. servant of the Lord. I was like, oh my God, that's it. And then after that, that's when I got reinstalled with Sanjana Milharjas Gayo. You know, that, that meaning of that made sense that actually this is my menorahs. I'm yeah. going to meet the saints. And I obviously had met Baba Ram Singh before that, but this was something no, no, yeah. more You have an experience with somebody that yeah, yeah. So when I went to uh, Mao, you were with us on that day, And then afterwards, I went again the second yeah. time. Um, and then uh, another time in Leicester after that. And that night, Babaji made us do Chabasai all night. And I remember from 7 p.m. to about 3 a.m. We used to carry on in Chabasai. Yeah, with two of the Singhs. Yeah, 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 yeah. One was a Tinder Singh. Yeah. Uh, and one was uh, Raja Kang. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. the GTP brother. And three of us. And, and like, I, I remember Babaji taught me so much in that short period of time. It was an amazing experience. I can't put it to words. But let's just say everything about Sadhgar, about how Mahapurusha's life is, and 
what my minority is like, Chapi Sahibs and stuff like that. So, Mera Manchit Chasi Telemisna Chapi Sahib, because that's the only thing I knew properly. Yeah. And I was so stupid thinking that at that time because I thought, you know, like, because I didn't have no concept of that. It was just pure brain. It was just like thinking that I, I want to snarl them, Barney. I just had this itcha. And uh, obviously, they were the ones in charge of it. And I remember the Singhs, who were the normal Gareys, they just took a step back. And we were there all night. And I remember Kakam, uh, at one point, Babaji was on a mattress. And they, we were starving because we hadn't eaten. And I remember Babaji bought, uh, asked for a tal to be bought in from one of the seva that just popped in at the right time. And they bought a dal, prasadda, tal. And, uh, and uh, Babaji, us three of us, were sitting on chairs higher than them. And like uh, Babaji uh, took one burki, kept looking at us three and then kept rolling it around and then he put it in his own mouth and but it felt like as if we were being fed. And I was like, what, what's going on here? And then like, um, then uh, uh, later on that night, then Babaji uh, got up to go to the toilet. Uh, I helped him with that. And it was just so surreal okay, that we were getting this kind of Hands on seva well, with yeah. no one, but well, the opportunity that yeah, yeah, and wish and desire, but then never get. And then one amazing thing happened, coming. I'll never forget it. And don't know why Maharaj even thought that I was capable. Master was even capable of doing that. But I remember one bit where uh, they came out of the toilet and they sat on a chair next to the central eating on the wall. Yeah. And I then they said and I'll, and I sat next to them, and then they just put their head on my shoulder, and I was like. This is Baba Thakur Sanji, Mahapursh, and uh, their heads resting on my shoulder, and I was like, "What?" You know, I I couldn't get over the the prem that they were giving back to us, and like uh, the job is I've continued with Tenwajige, and then Baba Ji goes, "Hun sorry, hun jao, sari ratho ki jao tosi," and um, they sent us back, and then in the morning we start getting phone calls from all the things and saying that Baba Ji was saying that. They're the ones who did everything. Oh. Like they were the ones, and then every time I would go, I would, another time we got a chance in, in Nottingham, yeah. a Snadam, uh, Chapi Sahib, Kabir, they were doing a Saskati Slok, they were snoring that Bani to them. And then they stopped that, and they go, Pachangi, Nuka, Okeo, Bani, Shanabe. So I came and I sat next to Bobby Bobby lying down and then uh, I thought it was going to be another marathon, you know? mm. but they, uh, I did one job inside, it was quite funny what they said, they got up and they went and sat next to the heater, there was a big heat, a fire there in front of the house and then they go, what was that? Like, <laughs> 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 he goes, and um, they got really happy and then they go and then oh, yeah. I stay and then they put on Sandhagat but what they were actually doing I felt was well, they were giving me seed which I never forget now like, I still even to this day after that I do a job design after yeah. still to after that you know just like uh, I felt it was their guidance yeah. and I confirmed afterwards with the Singh Nishan Singh was picked him up once from Park Singh's house and took him to London and yeah. explained what happened he goes you know what oh job design because they put Lina yeah. That is their say to you. Or they just have questions. And like, um, then obviously the Qatar, and we got hold of the Qatar after the Barsi. It was like a, they yeah, were yeah, saying yeah. things in stone for us later on for the future. Yeah. Right? They, um, 
so that Babaji's experience was amazing and then obviously they then passed on and I felt a sense of like regret me and Sarveen both of us felt regret that you know we couldn't uh, we, we actually tried to invite we went to see them invite them to our wedding mm. after that uh, they sent the sayings they sent Maya as well and then uh, they didn't some, themselves come to the wedding and then because uh, Sarveen got mm. they were uh, yeah, so they were out there at that time and then and then what um, then they it was just a magical kind of time you know? and then obviously we had the children they kept even after they left uh, Kavim, like they we kept getting dashing of them like you know like now and then just uh, their presence was felt you know, regularly and like even with through, when Harsuk was born when Sundar was born Jeevan even when Jeevan was born their presence has always been there right. like in some way shape or form like somebody will bring something that belongs to Baba when Jeevan was born for example uh, Ed, whose house uh, Babaji stayed yeah. at quite a lot in in Warsaw, they bought a dolly that uh, belonged to Baba Tagsinji, and the first uh, vastu that she was wrapped in was okay. Babaji's dolly, yeah. and I, like yeah. out of respect, because they we felt that they sent it. So Mahapur, I think, for us were massive kind of, uh, and alongside that, we we were also getting a lot of acknowledgement in nationwide, because obviously we were involved with the Sikhi camp, Seva yeah. boss camp first. And then Holly Holly, then we, when the Seek to Inspire was founded, we were at that meeting um, uh, in, in, in uh, West Midlands. And then Guru Sahib Dikir Panal, the Seek to Inspire Prachar took off. Um, and that was a big turning point for us because obviously yeah. now we're not only doing Prachar in Leicester, but also. Uh, so in 2002, we started something called Chata 2002. Yeah. Uh, which was like a Saturday kind of uh, midday kind of day. I think parents would just drop off their kids for shopping whilst they were <laughs> shopping on it. But there was about 10, 15 little kids would come and like we'd do Simran first in the Gurdwara and then we'd do the Hukum Nama and then I'd take the kids upstairs and explain the Hukum Nama in English yeah. to them. And that was another, it was just from Guru Akhtan and uh, we'd oh, use Babahari uh, Singh gun and like just go through the Sakya of that and that brought up kind of like this kind of yearning to do Katha and stuff and then Holly Holly, uh, at that period of time, was also doing talks in universities and uh, also doing the screensaver. It was such a magical period. Friday nights, we did Friday nights. Then Friday, Friday night started. That was Leicester. a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Friday nights was a big that's thing. That's where you saw people. You know, end of the week, that was the time that the kids, between the ages of 8 to 16, 17, were all come to Gurdwara and remember you. Yeah. You started that. And that was Simran Fishurukita. Then in the Simran after that, the Katha of the Hukum Nama and uh, that's where, the, for me, the Katha kind of took off um, in front of Maharaj's Azuri because we were doing loads of talks anyway uh, across unis and stuff. So Maharaj is blessing a lot of Seva at that time in terms of Prachar and then obviously I found a bit more strength with Sarveen coming on board as well. We got married in 2004, then we started the foot, uh, I don't know if the footsteps to Guruji camps. Um, we had like uh, a camp in every single Gurdwara in Leicester and that's where I met yes. uh, Manpreet's sister, Manpreet Singh was also involved in them and then those kind of camps, uh, our aim was just to get one camp in each Guruka in the whole of Leicester so we went to every Gurdwara and did a camp there. Yeah. It was an amazing, Maharaj Gitpana we built a team of Sevadars amongst them were people like Rans, Deep Singh, we had Mandeep Singh, Kella. Uh, we had Khan, Karandeep Singh Kani yeah. um, and like uh, there's quite a few Gursikhs at that time who were in Baljeet Kaur his sister yeah. Yeah, Abji's cousin's sister Prabhupri yeah. um, and then 
Bali Lail, Balzinda Kolal, a few more younger Sevadars came on board afterwards. There were the, the footprints camps were like, for us were like crazy because we were getting like nearly, and it was the first time in Leicester something like that was kind of on a big scale after Khalsa camps, yeah. the original Khalsa camps that the Federation used to do in Saw Valley School yeah. and stuff. It was a big thing, you know, from, and a, and a different kind of uh, angle because we were talking in English and doing the Pachar in English more. And then those, then on a nation kind of national level, we were feeding into the Seek to Inspire camps. So it was like a massive kind of, um, for me, it was like a, a renaissance period for myself in terms of Pachar and Sikhi Pachar. Yeah. I'd actually built that kind of relationship with Maharaj. And I remember making CDs called The Wake Up Call for Nagar Kirtan. You know, we had like a little uh, talk uh, recording on CD somewhere and that went out to Sangta. We did so much in such a short period of time, within the period of about two, three years. Yeah. We covered all this Gurdwara and we built this kind of legacy. And then Friday night started because we felt we needed something regular yeah. where the kids can come as well. And then after that, um, and then is it in those? It was actually in those uh, Friday night uh, camps. I was actually working as a learning mentor in Leicester College, and um, we set something up called LeicesterSeeks.com. Okay. And I think Rans used to Randeep Singh used yeah. to run it the back end of it with Mandeep Singh. And uh, um, I remember very clearly that some um, an email came through, and the email was from Dr. Gandhip Singh, and yeah. he had a photo of himself with just Nico Panji, yeah. and uh, it said like a very simple email: "I'm coming to Loughborough to do a PhD, yeah. and I'm I'm from Delhi, and we would uh, just needed some assistance, if uh, an accommodation, if you can help with that." The email came through, and I remember Rand messaging me saying there's this Gursik who's contacted, um, do you want to, um, shall we help him out? Because they got the flat then on a thing road, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, what, then yeah. Uh, obviously it was Loughborough Uni, yeah. and Mandeep Singh Kerala was doing, he works at Rolls-Royce yeah. in Loughborough. So I asked Mandeep Singh, I said, Mandeep Singh, uh, there's a Singh from uh, India who, who's looking for help, do you think we can help him, assist him? And uh, he goes, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. So we invited them. And uh, they came, uh, they already got the visa and stuff. Yeah. They were coming to do a PhD. And then their link got made with Mandeep Singh. And initially they kept him at, I think, uh, remember Jasdeep Singh? Yeah. Uh, Jasdeep Singh Namza's house. They stayed there yeah. um, initially. And then we got them supporting them to get a flat. They started their PhD in maths uh, and stats and stuff in Loughborough. I remember uh, Dr. Babakarandeep Singh coming into the Diwan and the first time I met him, because obviously we'd only talked, I hadn't spoken over the email with him, mm. uh, I left that to Mandeep Singh and all that, but I remember we were, four or five things were standing there, uh, the main kind of Sevadar of the Friday nights at that time, and uh, he came over and he said, Why would you go to Khalsa? Why would you go to Khalsa? He said, Fateh Gajke, and then he said, Singho Tiyar Ho Jo, Asi Khandakar Gona Hai. That was their words, the first words that they said in front of it. And I looked at them and I said, Why could you guys? I got really happy. Yeah. I said, That's such a unique entrance, right? yeah. But Guru Sahib De Kirpana, they were getting Amrasan Jar Seva regularly in the UK yeah. from the time they came here. So they, with the, I think it was Bhai Resham Singh Ji uh, and the uh, Bible Dev Singh Ji, the elder Jatha, yeah. they started Amrasan Jar Seva with them and then. Now we also got a chance to do Amrits and Jal Sivas together. Because yeah. um, he was in the Panch with myself, or we used to be G&G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, that old link, and then 
PR we vat gaya obviously because obviously they started doing seva alongside went to do camps with us as well um, uh, for the last few camps because we took kind of step back obviously because of the kids uh, yeah. we had young kids at that time and then um I think Mam Preet Singh and them lot were involved in the old B Punjabi school yes um, yeah uh, was working there as well yeah. and then it, that kind of like took off as the next prachar aspect yeah. that went read really well and then for us um our life kind of dramatically changed because obviously we had we had more focus on the children mm-hmm. and trying to bring them up and but also doing seva of sangatar things and talks and lectures where we recorded the through sikh trends fire it was it was an amazing experience and then one experience that I do want to share like it was it was that <laughs> I wouldn't do the punch pyare seva I wouldn't uh, I felt that wasn't worthy of it yeah. and the reason why I felt that was because my nitin was can't accept for job so yeah. and I had this thought in my mind that I'm not going to do it until I get my job so can't yeah and I remember um, Gani Gurdeep Singh who uh, I did Santhya with um they uh, turned around to me and said look uh me they said that why do you keep saying no and i said it's because that i don't feel capable ana dikho karan ki ab karan daso like yani ji is quite yeah it's straight forward straight forward and i said the karan e a ke i i do my nitin and everything but mera job sab can't be hunda and they go did you ever think that the reason why jobs i don't get can't is because you don't you keep saying no yeah yeah you're doing so and i was like what like I don't know for that. Yeah. And then he goes, "Look, je Punjab pyare di nahi karni." He goes, "Just do uh Gandhi Singh seva." Yeah. Do be be involved in that way. So I said, "Chalo saath bachan." And then my dikhe pa na I got asked at the next moment to like, "Do you Gandhi di seva karunge?" And then um as he Maharaj di mehr hoy, I got that seva and I remember literally after that seva the next day, Jab Sahib was gone. Mm-hmm. Literally. I couldn't believe it. Thing. I was like ਇੰਨੀ ਪਤਾਕਤਾ ਲਾਈ ਜਸਟ ਬਾਈ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਸਾਥ ਬਚਨ ਦੇ ਮਾਰੇ ਜੀ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਕਰ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਉਹ ਹੀ ਆ ਦੇਖੋ ਅਨ ਆਰ ਬੀਨ ਸੈਵਨ ਇਅਰਸ ਆ ਬੀਨ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਨੋ ਟੂ ਦਾ ਸੇਵਾ ਸੋ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਵਾਟ ਹੈਪਨਸ ਇਜ਼ ਯੂ ਰੀਅਲਾਈਜ਼ ਦਾ ਸੇਵਾ ਇਜ਼ ਦਾ ਬਿਗਸ ਨਿਤਨੇਮ ਆਫ ਕੋਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਨ ਥਰੂ ਦਾ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦਾ ਨਿਤਨੇਮ ਇਟਸੈਲਫ ਉਹ ਐਕਸਟਰਪੋਲੇਟਸ ਇਟਸੈਲਫ ਵਾਟ ਦਾ ਡਸ ਦਾ ਸੇਵਾ ਰਿਡਿਊਸਸ ਦੇ ਦਾ ਪ੍ਰਾਈਡ ਯਾ ਵਾਂਸ ਦਾ ਪ੍ਰਾਈਡ ਇਜ਼ ਰੈਡਿਕੇਟਿਡ ਥੋਸ ਡੋਰਸ ਓਪਨ ਦਾਸ ਇਟ ਐਂਡ ਦਾਸ ਆਈ ਇਜ਼ ਵਾਟ someone has given us like a yin and yang concept for everything as seven seven sun sapahi bhakti shakti you know everything is that sort of thing you need yeah. the balance yeah so i i can totally understand that because i was same as you was that like, i'm not doing this right. um patwari used to say to me yeah and then he goes another great song and then he says when i go you'll take my place right and i remember that when he passed away then they called me and said he said it so you're doing it. Oh, yeah. But until then, you you go. I'm not doing this. Oh, yeah. One, I did too big for a chola, so I'm not wearing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm not getting in that for a second. You know, it's just uh, those sorts of things you don't want to do. It, but I understand that. So yeah. until that time comes, it comes. Isn't it? I think it's a. I think seva na is a is an amazing thing because either which apna palaviya, either which apna it takes you out of your comfort zone as well. It pushes you as well. Yeah. It does everything in one. You know, it's such a powerful. Uh, commodity that maharaj has blessed us and yeah. 